This DFS Week One Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Football is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook? With NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, do not forget to sign up for the free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash contest. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash contest. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money room with my partner in picks, Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Do you feel it flowing through your blood? Uh, as I was doing the pre-rolls, I was looking down at my hand and I saw my vein is popping. As if I may, when I, it's almost as if I'm on pre-workout and I'm not, I am on uh regular coffee uh, mixed yeah. in with a shot of espresso to make okay. sure I have enough energy and intensity, just the football joy. It's hitting me. I will save the football song for tomorrow, but yeah, this please. is, we're actually talking about the national football league NFL. That's going to happen starting on Thursday. And then a shitload of games on Sunday, COVID tried to stop us. Tried Everything tried to stop us, but the national football league, right? And I say national football league because that's what real NFL guys say. They don't say NFL. They say in the national football league, it's just a matter. Set the date. We'll be there. We're going to show up. We're going to podcast. We just did the college football picks podcast last night. Mm. I'm my body clock is resetting yeah. itself to the NFL schedule. I'm jacked out of my mind. I can tell how Jones you are for football because there was a serious amount of preparation done for some very small matchups in college football. So I can yes. only imagine what you have on deck for the fantasy preview. Well, and, and the DFS has just been, I've been creating DFS lineups since late May, <laughs> but Ryan, of course, football is here. My bookie is back. The 100% deposit bonus. My bookie has their own super contest. Where they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars to first place? Are you kidding me? Best part about the mybookie.ag super contest: you don't need a proxy. Just every week, pick five games against the spread. It's just that easy, Ryan. Just easy. that easy. 
so easy. Anyone can do it. Sean, I hate to break into the read, but cousin mush this morning sent over, we're splitting an entry in the my bookie hundred dollar super contest. And he sent over his first draft for review. So I am ready (laughs) for football and live betting over at my bookie.ag. If you listen to the college football picks podcast, we were live betting uh, BYU <laughs> on mybookie.ag oh, while Navy. we were recording the week two college football picks podcast. <laughs> when Navy, Navy, when Navy said, when I saw the little graphic pop up that said Navy did not practice tackling, I, I go, you know what? Colby's <laughs> right. BYU all in. Database nine and one with his free college football picks. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus. We're doing a very early edition of the, uh, the uh, podcast here, right? Normally recording the evening. So a lot of our, our normal uh, fantasy guys have day jobs. <laughs> we're we're going to be driving out to uh, tour the, uh, the circus studios uh, in Las Vegas, doing a quick, really quick trip, not hanging out, not getting Corona. Like my wife uh, keeps insisting that I'm going to be doing just doing a quick trip touring the facility, coming back, entering the circa millions. Sean, you mean the business meeting we have the very critical business business. I mean, hanging out with a guy like Derek Stevens who owned casinos. Uh, Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to hang out with Derek so we can get a cabana at that stadium swim. I I mean, listen to that podcast. If you haven't the final NFL predictions and a Derek from circa when a man who's building a three story sports book and a (laughs) pool centered around a sports book invites you to come see said sports book and pool surrounded by sports book. It's hard to say no. Brian, it, that is a perfect transition to bringing on our guest, a man that we will most certainly be hanging out with in Las Vegas at the uh, the biggest sports book in the world at the Stadium Swim. Um, a man who leaves no rock uncovered, the mysterious DFS handicapper himself, Dick Olson. Dick, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Sean? What's up, Kramer? Oh man, you sound relaxed, bro. Yeah, it's my son Jordan's three-year-old birthday. I don't know where Iron Man is, man, but here's Spider-Man. Oh, he, he's opening presents, and I said he had to take a time out from opening presents for a minute. Okay. When are we going to the sports book, though, by the way? Soon, well, soon, Dick. Soon. They, they open it. They open up in uh, in late October, so we'll be. I'm sure we'll be going. <laughs> so you guys are coming to my birthday party this weekend, then, right? My four-day. Uh, yeah, that's a plan. We'll be, we'll be, we'll, uh, yeah, that's a plan. We'll Trying be there virtually. Down. We'll be there virtually. Fucking Dick Kramer. All right, uh, Dick. Uh, before we get into the uh, DFS picks, of course, we did a uh, DGens only dynasty league, and uh, Dick is of course in the league. Yes, and uh, on on our Slack, which again, perfect way to interact with Dick Olson via our Slack. Make sure you join it. Dick uh, challenged everyone <laughs> in the uh, fantasy football to do a shot and uh, shotgun a beer and then upload it to the Slack channel, which I did. And I, I filmed it. And I, I admittedly a little rusty with my chugging, Ryan. There wasn't, uh, you didn't have a beer to shotgun. However, you, oh, I mean, I wouldn't want to, po- I wouldn't want you to poison yourself, Sean. <laughs> a beer, of course, is, is, uh, is death. It can kill me, Sean. So yes. I, I, instead of a beer, I thought, what better way? To entice the DGens only, then do a nose beer, a little decaf nose beer, decaf nose beer, a little smelling salt. Get that going, yeah, and get ready for fantasy football. Sean, can I update you real quick? Sure. I just, I just got the sweats going. It oh. must be because we're talking about football. <laughs> I was just like, man, it's not that hot out. Why am I all of a sudden starting to get drenched in sweat? 
could be that I'm looking at two lineups. Well, Ryan, we're going to give out a showdown lineup and we're going to give out a millionaire maker lineup. Cause I'm hoping if I don't become a millionaire, I no. want one of the listeners to become a millionaire. And of course, DraftKings giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with a total of $3 million up for grabs this Thursday's contest. And again, the showdown slate, six players. You can use kickers. You can use defenses. Yep. Uh, you can start both quarterbacks number of different ways, uh, strategy wise. And again, if you haven't signed up at DraftKings, I don't know what you're waiting for the best ball, the $5 millionaire makers. It, it's just uh, where you want to be. If you're playing DFS again, new users sign up today on DraftKings. Use the code SGP receive a free shot at $1 million top prize. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss this extra special week. One bonus enter code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit Ooh. required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. <laughs> You're like one of those guys that with the, the ladder rope on the ground, <laughs> well, just doing those toe taps through there. Th this is like one of those after the president has a speech and he kind of <laughs> seems yacked out of his mind and then Adderall starts trending on Twitter. That's what's going to happen <laughs> when, uh, when people listen to this episode, but uh, I, I swear I'm not on anything except caffeine yeah. and pure football joy. I can Kramer. vouch for that. I'll let you uh, kick things off here. Your showdown slate lineup. Yes. A lot of different ways you can go. The captain seat of course is one and a half times the salary and one and a half times yep. the points. What are you doing for your captain? Uh, you know, for these showdown lineups, it's been too often that I look at my lineup. I'm like, <clears throat> wow. Okay. I'm doing great. But then everyone else is doing great. So yes. th the key to these lineups is you got to zag a little bit or zig, depending on what you think the public will do. I think the public will zag and I'm almost certain that the majority of people will have the, the quarterbacks as the captains. Yes. I think after that, people will probably have Clyde Edwards, Delaire, maybe some receivers in that I'm going completely different. Uh, I'm going to take a man who the great Dick Olson uh, convinced me to, to, to co-author a draft pick in the fourth round of a main event team in the FFPC. And that's David Johnson. Mm. This team, Kansas City, that is, knows how to give up yards on the ground. David Johnson was in the the infamous trade for DeAndre Hopkins. I have to imagine at this point, Bill O'Brien has read enough about how bad a move that was. Love and the he angle. He will have to certainly force feed David Johnson <laughs> the ball. So David Johnson, or you know, Bill O'Brien, the coach, is going to help out Bill O'Brien, the GM, by putting <laughs> David Johnson in the best possible light. It also allowed me to save a couple bucks. So for the one and a half times the price, 11,400 for David Johnson in my captain seat. Of course, Sean, we like the dog on Thursday night. Dick, uh, what are you doing for your captain spot? So Kramer, I, I, that, you kind of shocked me there, bud. Oh. I did the same thing. Yes. And so green we're in the, you know, FFPC, the main event online and it's fourth round. What do we have? The nine pick we did. have, And I'm pick. like, we, we already had Jacobs and Sanders and I'm like, I'm, we got to take David Johnson the fourth. <laughs> and he's like, I hate our fucking team. I can't believe we're doing this shit. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, thanks for the support. And I think, you know, I've, oh man, you're doing this real quick, funny Dick Olson story at home with the kid. I, I flew him to Sacramento and I told daycare. I shouldn't have daycare makes me stay home with him for two weeks. Quarantine him. Cause I brought him on an airplane. For COVID. <laughs> so, so now I'm working from home for two weeks and I'm on a zoom call with like all these managers and corporate. And then he comes up to me 
And he's like, Dad, I pooped. And he gets it. And the, my boss is like, oh, looks like your little assistant's there. Which, whatever. It's, it's Everyone's working from home with kids. But he keeps saying he poops. I'm like, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. Like, I'm the one talking on this Zoom. <laughs> and so I wait like five, ten minutes. And then he comes and does it again. I look down and all ten fingers are just filled with shit. Oh, my God. Uh, and he just was putting both hands in his diaper and because he didn't know what was going on, you know, which that is a disgusting act. <laughs> well, and that's why you always get one Dick Olson, Jim. All right. Yeah, so, anyway, All right. That's the background. All right. Yeah. I went David Johnson. So um, I like it. We're you uni- we're unified. Archie's wet dream. Okay. I am taking for my captain again. I did a little zag. Yeah. You can get a little too cute with these, but I, I really like this guy Thursday night. And I'm I'm also with you, Kramer, on Houston taking the 10. I think it should be a good game, maybe a high scoring affair. I went with Kenny Stills in my captain mm. seat. Hear me out. I think the people that are playing Texans lineups are probably gonna put Will Fuller in there. And if you're Kansas City, you're gonna probably roll coverage to Will Fuller. Brandon Cooks is dealing with the quad injury. Kenny Stills feels like the next man up and You've seen this Kansas City team. I mean, they let up a lot of points. They let up a lot of passing yards to Houston yeah. in that playoff game. I, I think there's still some stuff that the Texans can do against the Chiefs to move the ball and certainly keep this game close. And I think Kenny Stills, again, if Kenny Stills has a huge game, who else is having Kenny Stills in their captain seat? And he's not so far off the grid that you're really pulling a lottery ticket. Kramer, what are you doing for your uh, the rest of your spots? What's your number two spot? Are we doing one at a time? How do you want me to do this? Yeah, one at a time. Okay. Uh, yeah, the next the next spot is Patrick Mahomes. I, I think part of why I wanted to save money in the captain seat, and I'm guessing you applied the same strategy here, is it'll let you probably you have both quarterbacks in the lineup. Uh, like I, I I'll just throw both out because I have Mahomes and Watson as my next two guys. Twelve thousand six hundred for Mahomes, eleven thousand eight hundred for Watson. I've found that it's very difficult to win these things without the quarterbacks. Yeah, and just from a pure pure volume standpoint, it's hard to miss out on those points. So I, I went cheaper in my captain seat. I threw both Mahomes and Watson in what I would expect to be a bit of a shootout. So I, I think you're you're going into this expecting fifty plus from those two guys combined. Well, I'll jump in front of Dick, and I also have Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. electing a similar strategy, getting both quarterbacks in there. And to me, it makes sense in a game like this where you know I keep going back and forth. Is the offense going to be ahead of the defense? What's I, in this case, I think so. Yeah, and you could really make a case for both ways, and maybe we'll just get a sloppy at a sync game. And and there's certainly some game theory to maybe playing both defenses, both kickers, yeah. and the running backs, and just you know saying like, hey, passing's gonna look like dog shit. No one's gonna get hot. I'm gonna go to Sean Watson and Patrick Mahomes there for the I, next two. Real quick, I fa- I've found that if you can if you can zag with three of your guys, that's usually one of them being the captain seat. That's usually enough. Yeah, like I don't know if you need to go full blown kicker defense, but. I like it, Sean. Dick, uh, what are you doing for your next two guys in the two and three slot? All right, next two guys, we got. Uh, I went Hardman. Oh, he's a he's a home run guy, you know. Boom bust. You never know with him. He's not someone you would you would always start, but I think in these kind of deals, and then I I have Brandon Cooks in there. The quad I'm hoping is not real serious, and he's the number one guy and. Plus, we drafted him with yep. David Johnson. We, we also. Uh, so I, I wanted to keep the, the the loyalty to Archie's wet dream alive with, with cooks in there. 
And for new listeners who aren't aware of the Archie's wet dream, Namaker, essentially uh, Dick was a big time Broncos fan wearing the Peyton Manning Jersey. Of course, myself, big time Eli a fan with New York. And now with the new generation of hashtag all rise, who knows what the, the name will be going forward. Uh, can I just carry off of that? Because Hardman is my next guy. And I think to, to Dick's point, if you look at some of the, the, the advanced analytics in terms of what Hardman was asked to do in that offense, the amount of air yards that he was averaging, I believe it was number one in the league for rookies. Uh, I, I think this is a guy that's projected to take a big step forward. You see him shooting up the draft boards in season long fantasy. And I think when you're looking to get someone to stack with Mahomes here, the obvious choice is Tyree kill. A lot of people going to go to Tyree kill. I thought about Sammy Watkins cause it feels like he's being disrespected this yeah. year, but I decided to go with the third guy, the boom boomer bus. Uh, I'm also on Hardman 5,200. The price was hard to pass up because he could eat very easily. You could see a five catch two touchdown, 120 yard game from Hardman. Yeah. And uh, he's I, Will Fuller much cheaper in a way. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I do like Sammy Watkins and Nicole Hardman in season long in best ball. I actually have a couple of best ball lineups where I have Patrick Mahomes, uh, Nicole Hardman, and Sammy Watkins, yeah, which is a really fun, fun. And especially when there was the injury news of Tyree Kill, and and maybe that quad isn't completely healthy. The hamstring for Tyree Kill, the cheetah. Maybe maybe he's not completely one hundred percent. I took a guy here who I think will be Kansas City's number one as mm. far as PPR targets. Travis Kelsey. He's dealing with a little bit of a knee injury, but I talked to my buddy, the Chiefs fan, Danny. He oh, said okay. he's good to go. We'll monitor this sources as it, close to the situation as it gets closer to kickoff. But Travis Kelsey, ninety two hundred. Again, I, I I think Tyreek Hill. They're going to you know Houston's going to do everything they can to limit the giant play. Uh, and, and Travis Kelsey is just a guy that shows up. You know, uh, his last game, the Super Bowl, six for six <laughs> with the touchdown. I, he just seems like a yeah. very consistent High pass floor. catcher and. Again, with the deep ball, the receivers, maybe the maybe the timing isn't completely there yet early. But Travis Kelsey is easy to get in sync with. If he doesn't play, Ricky Seals Jones mm -hmm. at sixteen hundred dollars will definitely be in another lineup that I run there. Uh, Dick, what are you doing for your fourth guy? Uh, Clyde, the, the rook. I was going to put him in the captain, but. I just couldn't piece together a lineup. So I, I needed to throw DJ in there, but yeah, I'm going Clyde. A lot of faith in the rookie. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see him play one, one interesting element uh, that COVID has impacted the FFPC this year, Sean, is that you can, you can mess with your lineup up until Sunday's kicks. Ooh. So you can actually wait and see with your players on Thursday night, see how they do. Of course, I'll be drafting after the Thursday night game. So I'm hoping a guy like Clyde Edwards, Alaire can absolutely go off, potentially get drafted in the one or two spot, pushing Barkley down to me in the three spot for my fourth guy, Sean, I'm taking the other D Johnson on the Houston Texans. I'm taking the entire backfield again. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm bargain shopping around here because I want to have something different. I don't think too many people are going to have the David Johnson, Duke Johnson. Doesn't matter if I screwed up the D Johnson stack. Cause I got both of them in there for 4,800. No idea what Duke Johnson's workload is going to look like, but I have a feeling this is going to be a game where they're going to need to be moving the ball. There's going to be a lot of yards to be had on offense. And I wanted to stack Watson in a slightly different way. So I have a Watson, Johnson, Johnson, a double Johnson stack, Sean long Cox 4,800. 
Duke Johnson. Well, and 73 uh, targets last year. So I, I think even though David Johnson is a little pass catcher as well, I still think he's going to be involved. 4,800 4, felt a little cheap. Yeah. I also have David Johnson. You guys already made a great case for him, but uh, again, to me, it's just a volume thing. Like yeah. I'm not high on David Johnson, you know, yards per carry and performance, but in fantasy football, we talk about it all the time. It's really about predicting volume. And yep. Bill O'Brien seems like a guy. You're Bill O'Brien. You're you're sitting there in your getting ready to beat Andy Reid, and you just think start thinking old school football stuff. What do I got to do? I got to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. How do I do that? I got to pound the rock. Who's the running back I just traded for? David Johnson. You could just see the flow chart in Bill O'Brien's brain. I got to go all the way back to Penn State. How did I get Hackenberg drafted? Let's yeah. figure that out. It all just it all just ends up flowing right to David what Johnson. Bill, what, what would Bill Belichick say right now? Dick, who do you got uh, as your fifth guy? Fifth guy, I got Mahomes. Oh, all right. See, look, I tried to get both in there, I couldn't. But yeah, if I had to pick one, I'm, I'm going with the Showtime with the Mahomes. MVP. And Dick showing his true colors, backloading the, the the dollars. I didn't I didn't know that was that was legal. He's he's building a foundation. I, you know, I think you got to put Mahomes in the line. It's hard to, it's hard yeah. to find the you, winner. You, the you, winning lineup will have Mahomes. You can get cute, but Mahomes is going to be there in the winning lineup. Kramer, are you down to your uh, last player? Down to my last player, and you know, I thought going. I almost went Kenny Stills instead of Duke Johnson earlier for that uh, that that part of the stack. But the f- for the final part of the stack, of course, I do f- I do fancy Houston in this matchup. I'm going Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is going to be the slot guy. Randall Cobb. I'm gonna make a gamble. Is going to be slot. How's the slot? One B with Duke Johnson when it comes to the escape valve. Now there could be a tight end here. It could be Fells. Could be Akins. I don't know about that. But I'm making a gamble that these two guys, Duke Johnson, Randall Cobb, are the release valve when Watson when when, uh, when Watson is being pressured. I think there's going to be opportunity. And what does Watson do more than any quarterback in the National Football League? He Hold on, on to, the, to ball the ball until the last second. Randall Cobb, what is he amazing at? Back to his days in Green Bay, finding the spot for his scrambling quarterback to get open. I, I like this matchup. He's only forty two hundred. Randall Cobb. Well, and and yeah, I totally agree. I mean, that was kind of similar logic for me and Kenny Stills. I think they're going to try a couple deep shots yeah. to get Kansas City's defense to play back so they can pound the rock. But I, I like the logic on Cobb as well. We, no one has a kicker in their lineup so far. I no. wasn't able to put a kicker in and actually establish a run. Did it like deep dive? And for their price point, because they're usually like in that three to four thousand range, the kickers actually aren't a horrible value because they normally end up outperforming like a running back or or deep receiver that you find at that. Now maybe that's more when you're playing cash games. I think if you're trying to win it all, it's tough to put a well, kicker in there. I don't know though because it, when you're talking about spending three to four thousand, are you definitely going to get eight to twelve points from that positional player no. at that point? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. And in, in a game like this, you got to imagine the kickers are each going to have a couple field goals minimum. Well, and I think in these lineups, you have one or two guys that you kind of got to roll the dice. You're one or two guys. Yeah. You're Tariq Cohen's where you just kind of have to get an angle, get a feel on it. For me, that guy that I'm punting and the cheap price point is Daryl Williams. He's only eighteen hundred dollars. They're saying he's the primary backup to Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Now you have a rookie in prime time opening (laughs) night. Like 
I can just imagine a scenario what could where go wrong, Sean. Maybe he gets a little nervous. Maybe he fumbles early, wrong? or maybe Andy Reid. He's not doing. Maybe Clyde Edwards-Hilaire isn't doing well in pass pro. Doesn't pick up a blitz. All of a sudden, he's kind of off to the sideline for a couple possessions. I wouldn't be surprised if Daryl Williams gets involved. And again, my chief source saying he's the goal line back. So look out for some touchdown I love that you vultures. Have a I love your source. Well, this is why. This is why we're building a network of DGENs, and you can reach out to a guy who really knows the Chiefs yeah. and says, if there's going to be a running back that performs well on Thursday night that isn't Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I don't have the money for him. What do I do? Daryl Williams is the guy at 1800 bucks. Dick, close it out. What are you doing in your last slot there? I took your captain, Kenny Stills. Yeah. Yeah, he's the only guy that really fit, fit back in there. So couldn't get the two QBs. I, I agree with you on Kenny Stills. And uh, you know he's a professional wide receiver. Bill O'Brien even identified this, saying that Kenny Stills quote wants to play football this year. So Bill O'Brien contributing <laughs> uh, as a member of society as per usual. Uh, you know, Sean, over under nine lineups, nine showdown lineups for Thursday night football. How many will you have? Oh, you, well, the showdown. Admittedly, like I'm trying to learn more about the showdown lineups. I've had trouble dominating in the showdown lineups. My my real skill is identifying <laughs> pass catching running backs that will pop in the main slate. As you know, Ryan, I don't want to bring it up. Yeah. The listener survey mentioned I shouldn't bring up the fact that I won two hundred thousand dollars on DraftKings <laughs> anymore. I love so that. So I'm that not was... gonna I'm not gonna mention that. I'm all what I will mention is that someone I think it should be a slogan like in your name, like instead of stacking the money, stacking the money. Sean two hundred K. Sean stacking two hundred K green. Well, I found yeah. a workaround. I'm not gonna mention I won two hundred K anymore. What I will mention is that someone in the listener survey yeah. said they don't want to hear about it anymore. So well, I'm just mentioning the survey. You also point out that everyone could have listened and copied your lineup. No one shared that prize pool with you. No one did, Ryan. Except no for one. fucking Scott Tolzien. He Scott somehow Tolzien. got a piece. Fucking coach of the Cowboys now. I'm coming for my 800 grand, Scott. Okay, before we get to the millionaire maker, the bread and butter. I mean, I'm literally driving in a truck, Ryan, that was paid for by a millionaire <laughs> maker lineup. So you may want to stay tuned. Before we get to that, just want to give a shout out to BetQL. Fun. Uh, a lot of people always reach out. What kind of tools do you use? BetQL. It's very simple, very easy to download, quick to set up. Google Play, the App Store, get it going. They cover all the sports NBA, MLB, college football, NHL, of course, the National Football League. They got it all. They got a sweet best bets algorithm. And again, show you where the sharp money's at. A bunch of trends, like every sort of fun little trend you yeah. want. Uh, they got you covered. I mean, clean UI. Yeah. Very easy to use. And again, if you like their stuff, uh, you can get the premium of subscription, which I'd recommend. We got it here at the podcast. All you got to do is go to betql.co, enter code SGP20. Betql.co, enter code SGP20 for 20% off. Bet smarter, not harder with BetQL. Sean, I think BetQL was throwing out that five star uh, lay, whatever the points in the BYU Navy yeah. game. Didn't matter what the point spread was once we found out that Navy was avoiding tackling <laughs> to, to socially distance. That was a Did, problem. I mean, is there anything more millennial in 2020 than the goddamn Navy <laughs> afraid of contact? You're the Navy. Well, and it was what happened if Osama bin Laden drives. I mean, granted he's dead, but whoever the next Osama bin Laden is brings a submarine into the San Diego Harbor. What are you going to do? Oh, can't get within six feet. 
might get COVID. Come on, guys. Well, and then you know, for a recruiting tactic, Army fans in the stands, Navy. And listen, I, Kramer, you know me. I support the troops. You're still on the fence, but <laughs> I, I realize it's Navy. You know, more of a postal service. <laughs> the mid, the midshipmen want to play. They want yeah. contact. I get it. I, I just whatever forces that be that are preventing that from happening. Well, hey, uh, God bless them because we cashed that easy BYU. But come on, let let the Navy guys it, tackle. It was a rusty showing from the a fresh triple option. They'll so get it going. They'll get it. Week going. two, Kramer. Let's do it. Do I start? Millionaire maker. Yeah, this feels it feels right. good for you to kick so things I had off. So I had to file through the rolodex of lineups I have for <laughs> week one. I even asked you, hey, who, which lineup are you going to go with? I don't want to have our quarterback streams cross. Well, and, and real quick, if anyone is like racking their brain for a lineup. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll create a custom lineup. I'll play it with you. Just, Just tell us your what quarterback. What you want. quarterback you want? We'll come up with the lineup for you. That, that's that's all Sean needs. And for me, this one of many lineups. I almost went with not the Dwayne Haskins though. Just no, remember, no Dwayne Haskins. But if you did Dwayne Haskins, you would stack him with uh, Stephen Sims and Antonio Gibson. <laughs> um, but don't do if, it. If uh, so, I I didn't go with my Cam Newton uh, triple stack. Although I am in really intrigued with playing Cam Newton this weekend. I went with the man that I, I, you can't avoid this stack week one. Gardner Minshew is being short sold on so many levels. No one is even mentioning the fact that this dude a has as much rookie experience as anyone in the league. Yeah. B going from year one to year two. What do we always talk about? That is year the biggest jump. jump in the life of a quarterback's career. Okay. On top of that, you know, if you have question about the Colts, it's about that secondary. And most importantly, I think we all agree. What are, what's the what's the spread in this one as we speak right now, Sean? Is it eight? Yeah, it's over a touchdown. Big big spread. It, I I watched this Jacksonville team come out week one last last year with you. I believe it was with Dick Olson too, and we saw them show some moxie. We show them we saw them show some fight. I love that Gardner Minshew is on the team that's quote tanking because there if you look no if you're watching man. on sports gambling podcast or I'm sorry youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and you see the picture of a sweaty fit Gardner <laughs> Minshew and you aren't a little bit aroused for football you can go fuck yourself Gardner <laughs> Minshew 5800 let's fucking go shout well, out to coach Leach who is a rugger by the way rugby player former rugby player myself showing some respect here and the last time they played each other Colts went into Jacksonville <laughs> lost 38 to yeah. 20 Minshew at home had 295 yards passing and three touchdowns. Like the idea that this guy can't carve up this defense in the hot weather in Jacksonville is goddamn insane. And I get it. He does some things wrong. He makes yeah. mistakes. That's why Turnovers, he was a sixth round pick. But those don't really kill you in DraftKings. But just like Ryan Fitzpatrick and some of the other greats who just show a willingness to not give any DJF about what they've just done. I love Gardner Minshew here. Fifty eight hundred is quite cheap. If you scroll up and down the quarterback price points, a little surprised to me that he's this this far down the sheet. Sean, yes, or I'm sorry, Dick. Dick, what are you doing? Who's your quarterback? You guys hear me? All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So quarterback, I'm going to Russell Wilson Ooh. against Atlanta. I think uh, I think that's a relatively high scoring game. Yeah, and, Ru- and Russ Russ he's got loves, some legs on him. So yeah, yeah, loves I'm beating up Atlanta. Mr. Unlimited, Sean. It, this is the the unlimited. Se- <laughs> this is the season of unlimited. Uh, I have a I have a very fabulous Russell Wilson lineup as well. I, I I think even if you like Atlanta, I don't think you like their defense. Sean, who's your quarterback? 
my quarterback, my number one quarterback in our top 10 fantasy football <laughs> podcast felt like it was only fitting since I've been hyping him up yeah. a, as a fantasy player and as a, as a real player, Josh Allen. That's right. Give me Josh Allen at home against the jets. I mean, they, they lost Jamal Adams. That that's going to be huge. And uh, again, Josh Allen, I, I'm high on this bills team for whatever reason. I, I think they're going <laughs> to 12 and four high. Yeah. I, I think he's going to show up here. Um, you know, he's played well against the uh, jets previously. And again, he's one of those guys, the rushing, the rushing is really something that's going to carry him. I do have some lineups where uh, Zach Moss is in there as well. I didn't mm. do the triple stack uh, for this one, but I, I love Josh Allen at home against his jets defense. The jets team is kind of falling apart. You can see just the seams coming apart. Uh, the Adam Gase era is not going to end. Well, give me Josh Allen at home, only $6,500. I mean, you know, he's, he's right in there with, um, yeah, six seventh. I, I, can you can you play the breaking news sound effect? Yes, breaking news. Uh, j- just drafted Josh Allen, the eleventh round of a FFPC main event. Wow, Fe- feels pretty late. Yeah, and Josh Allen is one of those. I mean, he's going to be the start of the entire season, but for week one, him at home, they got Stefan Diggs, and they're just going to open things up. Give me Josh Allen all day, Kramer. Who's your first running back? Your RB one is the kids say. Tell me, all right. So Miles Sanders, tell me, should I be concerned? No, no. He, full go. Yeah. Why is 100%. he full go? He's questionable just for show. No, I mean he's got he's he's dealt with like hamstring stuff on and off his entire career. Uh, you know, a short career, but he's going to be a hundred percent go. Here's how you know that the Eagles internally aren't worried. If they were worried, they would have signed yeah. Devonta Freeman. They would have brought in someone else. They're, they claimed like a fourth round, you know, like some deep running back off waivers. They have Corey Clement and Boston Scott, and they feel good with that. So that to me it means Miles Sanders is a hundred percent go. And that's where I'm going. I, as much as we like this Washington team, I think my we're going to see Miles Sanders get the the volume. And you you nailed it earlier in the showdown. It's all about volume. I had some money to spend here. I thought about going a different angle. One of the other kind of big volume guys. I ended up landing back on Sanders. I have him in a bunch of season long, so I'm excited to see what we get here. And I think for everyone probably looking to say, well, Washington's front seven, they're going to be pretty pretty stout. I think they're going to be pretty. They're going to be better rushing the pass than they are stopping the run. So well, and also to that point, when you are facing a tough pass rush, what do you do? You get the yeah. receiver, the running backs involved in the screen game, right? And Miles Sanders showed some excellent work in that passing game last year. So I think that's the area we see them expand his role a lot this year. Maybe in week one, maybe he blows our mind and catches six, seven passes, sixty three hundred. Miles Sanders, don't be scared of the queue. Definitely have some Wentz, Djax, Sanders stacks going. Dick, what are you doing for your first running back? I also win Miles Sanders. So you guys, uh, yeah, you guys said enough on him. He's uh, what are you thinking though this year, Green? Yeah, you're an Eagles guy. Is he is he a top three running back potentially? Yeah, I mean I had him number two, especially if you're playing in full point PPR. I think he's just going to be involved in the passing game a ton. They've made it clear. He's the guy and, and Doug Peterson, when he comes out and says stuff like that, he's usually pretty straightforward. He's not tricky. Like uh, he hasn't said it before, to be honest. I mean, I don't think he's ever, no, no, a I'm, guy. I'm saying whenever he kind of says stuff, as far as like player times and workload, he's I'm, not really a bullshitter in that. I'm way. just pointing out. I don't think he's ever declared a bell cow guy because they never had one. No, 
you know, get that bell going. He is the so, bell so cow. Better fantasy back this year, Sean Sanders or Barkley? I, I didn't. We already place a bet on that. That I said Miles Sanders would did, beat him in fantasy. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Sounds uh, well, about right. Hundred dollars. There you go. PPR Lock scoring. It up. Let's do Full it. Full point PPR. I, I again, I'm just loading up number one pick after number one pick. It's very chalky, but you have to have a couple chalk plays to carry the workload. And this guy, he's going to get an insane workload. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, wow. He's ten thousand dollars. We boop. when we talked to our boy Levitan about uh, you know yeah. the ideal millionaire maker lineup. You want to go chalk at the running back position because volume is easier to predict there. And Christian McCaffrey at home against his Raiders defense coming from the West Coast in that Carolina Heat. Are they going to be wearing the black jerseys? I don't know. I do know Christian McCaffrey is going to get you a ton of fantasy points. I'm paying for it, but I feel good because I have a, a much cheaper RB2. Give me Christian McCaffrey. Kramer, who's your second running back? You know, uh, and I'm I'm going to what I already have. I, I I called out Minshew. You know, a stack is coming later. I have two stacks in this lineup. Mm. I went with a double stack McGillicuddy. Give me the first part of this stack, which is fading this Bengals team, fading this Bengals team week one, fading this Bengals defense week one, and Austin Eckler Love only him. only I know I'm saying only seven thousand fourth most expensive running back. But when I look at the expensive running backs this week, I'm finding it hard to to identify the guy that other than Christian McCaffrey, that is just a stone cold lock. There's questions to me about a lot of these guys, whether it be Kamara and the matchup, whether it be uh, Mixon in the matchup, Josh Jacobs, and are they going to use him on third down? So Kenyon Drake, is he healthy? So Austin Eckler, $7,000. They are going to absolutely just pound the rock. I expect a conservative Anthony Lynn game plan. Yeah. Tyrod's first game. He's going to be involved in the passing game. I think we'll get to identify who the backup running back is, but I think for the most part, Eckler, he showed in his ability to jump over six of those pads <laughs> that he is ready for the workload in the national football league. 7,000. It, it's Austin funny. Eckler. Quick sidebar. No one's getting that hard knocks hype. No Usually well, van van uh, Jefferson, van Jefferson. but normally like someone, either the team or a couple yeah. fantasy guys getting the hard knock hype, no hard knock. You hype. don't think that people are like, well, Anthony Lynn may be a better coach than we were giving him credit as far as a leader of men. Yeah. That's my, my big takeaway. That that guy that guy has a voice in that room. He's an he's an X's he's not an X's no. and O's guys. He's a Jim's and Joe's say, guy. Say like he, he if you're a Jim or a Joe, you talk to Anthony Lynn. When he had that cigar going with his sweet yeah. ass barbecue brush, every you could see yourself wanting to play for that guy. Quick nugget: Cincinnati, their defense fucking sucks. Twenty fifth <laughs> last year in the league, twenty six point two points per game. They let up. Did they really change the defense? I mean, yeah, they got Joe Burrow, which should make the defense's job a little bit easier. But I think there's going to be tons of opportunity to score there. Love Eckler, Dick. What's your RB two? RB two. I went Tariq Cohen. I think uh, <laughs> didn't he help you week one a few years ago? Oh, he that? did. I can't remember how much money it was. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no Montgomery. I think he's a little more involved than he usually is, and, and he catches the ball back. So and he's cheap. So I'm going Cohen for whatever it was, forty nine hundred. He's stupid cheap this week, considering that Montgomery is out. I I, I think he's going to be heavily involved. Yeah, and, and if it's not clear, the DraftKings they set these prices like two months ago. Yeah. So all the fantasy news that's happened in the past eight weeks is not factored into these prices, and that's where you can find some tremendous value. Brings me to my RB two here, Chris Thompson of the Jacksonville mm. Jaguars. He's a guy identified in best ball. 
And I, a guy, even before the Jags got rid of Leonard Fournette, I was all in on yeah, the Gruden he, connection, right? He, he, he caught a ton of balls for Gruden and he's only $4,000. He's coming off a 58 target season last year, but that's going to go up this year. He's going to be the main pass catching back in Jacksonville. And uh, I, I think he's going to catch a bunch of balls and he could be kind of the workload back because their other back. I mean, they cut Fournette and then the other running back, he's out uh, two weeks with COVID. He's on the COVID list. Armstead. Armstead. So Chris Thompson, and he's only four thousand dollars. I think this Indy Jags game could get sloppy and be a bit of a shootout. I love the price point for Chris Thompson. Have a ton of shares of him, and he's only four thousand bucks. And just for those people who want to know, like Robinson, who looks to be the starter, is the same price as Chris Thompson. Yeah. Uh, the other guy who could get some carries, a guy by the name of Ozigbo, also four thousand. So. You can tell DraftKings kind of said, "Fuck it, we don't really know." Well, Once Fournette went out, it kind of screwed up the pricing structure. But now that you know, whether it's the game flow that you expect or whatever, or the way that uh, Jay Gruden deployed Chris Thompson in Washington, it feels like when this guy's healthy, he's going to be a, a, an eight to ten touch game guy, and that's mostly through the passing game. Yeah, and, and real quick, DraftKings has adjusted the prices so four thousand is actually the cheapest for a running back. So. That the four thousand is their like punt of just yeah. like hey we don't know what's gonna happen there and I, I think he's gonna catch a ton of passes in this game we'll see if I'm wrong but five or six catches uh, that's huge in a RB two what are you doing I'm you gonna stay, first receiver let's stay with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and um, the obvious stack for Gardner Minshew is Chark I yes think, I, Real I know connection. I, I know there's a lot of hype coming out of Jacksonville about Chenault. And I know there's some other mouths to feed with uh, D.D. Westbrook, with Conley, with Kiel, uh, whoever else is there. This is the guy. We 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 saw it most of last year. Chark and and Minshew have the chemistry. And at 6,300 for a top level wide receiver who's going to get a big time volume of of targets. I I love. I mean, he he was he's outside the top ten I think for pricing. Which felt weird to me. We expect the game flow to be Jacksonville passing a lot. I think he's going to be the primary target. I do worry a little bit about the impact of some of these other receivers' effort around the red zone. But Chark's the guy, sixty-three hundred, number one. The guy stack him with Minshew. Don't even think about it. Yeah, and and to that point too, a little sidebar there. Tyler Eifert only thirty three hundred dollars yeah. looks to be the number one uh, tight end option in Jacksonville. And again, if you're if you're on the uh, Jaguars, are going to get a bunch of fantasy points this game. Maybe uh, I think he could be interesting or as well. Or if you're on the angle of you know Minshew likes to operate around a tight end. So. Yeah. <laughs> or if you just think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. And then the Colts dominate. Uh, Jags are still going to get you those garbage points. And you saw it week one last year where the Chiefs. Uh, came in and really kind of blew him out. Yeah, Gardner came in on relief and looked pretty sharp, especially playing against that soft prevent defense of the Chiefs. I, you could see a similar game scenario here for the Colts. I would say I, I Indy pretty good against the tight end, so maybe not the best matchup to exploit. Hey, but he, again, he's yeah. only thirty three hundred bucks. Dick, what are you doing for your first receiver? I'm going Mike Evans sixty nine hundred. No, oh, interesting. Tom Brady hasn't had a guy like him since Moss. I think he blows up and yeah, I like those big, tall athletic receivers. So now why, um, yeah. why, why Evans over Godwin? Yeah. Because I drafted him in two of my main event FFPC league <laughs> primarily. I, I will say I, as much as I understand the reasoning for God, Godwin rising. I, and I guess I understand the implicit need for Evans to fall because Godwin is rising. 
there's still a lot of mouths to feed there. And the one thing that Evans does differently than any of the other receivers is he gives him that ability to stretch the field better than anyone else. So I, I'm very intrigued to see who shakes yeah, out. As it's the guy. kind of interesting. I'm leaning more Godwin overall. Cause I think he's in the slot. He's kind of more Brady style, but you could certainly make a case of, Hey, Brady didn't have a guy to throw it to the deep ball. And now he brings in Bruce Arians and you know, they want to give it to Mike Evans deeper down the field. My first receiver. This again. This is why uh, save a little money with Chris Thompson allows you to bring in oh, Michael Thomas wow. again. Could it get more chalky? Yeah. Sometimes you got to rock a little chalk. Michael Thomas. Last time they played the Bucks at home last year, Kramer, eleven catches, one hundred eighty-two yards, two touchdowns. It's not the strength of that that, that defense. And then in sure. in Tampa, the other game, eight for one fourteen and one touchdown. That was a down game for okay. Michael Thomas. We we talk about Drew Brees' arm strength, how it's kind of leaving him. Michael Thomas is just going to get you a bunch of quick dink and dunks, and and the touchdowns are there too because of the yards after the catch. It's nine thousand bucks again. Those are kind of him and McCaffrey are my chalk plays. I make up for it down the line, but yeah, give me uh, give me Michael Thomas all day. Yeah, Kramer, what are you doing? Who's it's, your second? It's receiver? hard to get mad after, after about choosing Michael Thomas. I, I didn't go any top flight guys, but I went with another guy first initial D. And that's DK Metcalf. Yeah, I love him. I know Josh Gordon got signed, but I'm I'm un, I know Tyler Lockett is still there. I know Greg Olson is getting hype out of camp. Disley, whatever, they're going to still hand the ball off a shitload to Carson because that offense is just stupid. But we we saw a chemistry start last uh, last year with Russell Wilson, and Mister Unlimited has to see that DK Metcalf not Unlimited. only looks great coming off the bus. Yes. And looks great without a shirt on, but he also looks great catching those slightly underthrown deep balls from Russell Wilson. I think he's a lock to find the end zone this week. I think Atlanta's defense may get there. It's not going to be in week one. Uh, great matchup here, only fifty eight hundred. I think he is probably the target's leader. I I, I think people are are short selling his uh, his importance to this offense going forward. And, and and candidly, if you watched last year, you saw that Russell Wilson trusted him, and you saw that he put. DK Metcalf in the position to, to, to make catches. So I love it here. 5,800 DK Metcalf. Yeah. And um, just real quick between Evans and Godwin, you know, kind of deciding you can have that same process between Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf for me, to me, it's more clear. Well, yeah, for me, when I, when I read stories about Metcalf meeting up with Russell Wilson in, in summer and getting together and working on yeah. their connection, uh, that to me was, was kind of the deciding factor. So I I'm kind of leaning more DK Metcalf than Lockett, but um, it'll be interesting to see how it actually shakes out. And one, uh, w- one quick nugget about uh, Evan, the Evans angle, the weakest part of the new Orleans defense was against the deep ball. So perhaps that angle there uh, with Evans stretching, stretching the defense in this particular matchup is the one to attack. Love it. All right, Dick, what are you doing for your second receiver? Before I tell you, I'll give you a little tester quiz green only for you green. Okay. This guy's last game, seven grabs, 160 yards and a touchdown. Well, is it Deshaun Jackson? No, it's Metcalf, and he was playing your Eagles. And oh, I'm you're Metcalf right. as well. <laughs> nice work, Dick. Right, no, because Deshaun's game—he had two touchdowns <laughs> for one. He had two touchdowns for one fifty-four. I just panicked. I thought it could have been Devonte Parker. Yeah, who I also like, but he's a little nicked up, a little worried. But I definitely have so, him in so some lineups. Dick, are you saying you also have DK Metcalf? Oh, I mean, this is Dick's yeah, kind of guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, again big, fast, athletic dudes, right? And and plus, <laughs> the way he destroyed the Eagles in the playoffs, 
It's like when Jordan hit that shot against Carolina, it just like catapults you into like all he, he, the guys just, he's going to feed off that. He was a rookie. Like Wilson's like, holy shit. We won that game because Metcalf's the man. No, and maybe that's why I've been hyping up Metcalf all off season. Like the guy came in and just, he was unguardable and, and I don't see how Russell Wilson is just going to yeah. avoid a guy who's unguardable, especially when he's Unlimited <laughs> limiting factor is simply how much they want to run the ball well, because you know they like to establish the run. They're so. going to let Russ cook uh, at least according hopefully to Russ. They ru- let Russ cook this year. So I got Josh Allen as my quarterback. I got to find a stack. Send it in. I did not go with uh, Stefan Diggs. Of course you didn't. It, well, again, I, I he's new. Maybe yeah. they're still figuring out that timing. You know who he had a lot of timing with last year? John Brown, yeah. seventy-two catches, including. Seven catches for 123 and a touchdown opening game against the Jets. They're at home now against the Jets, and he's only 5,600 bucks. I mean, what am I missing? I love this stack. I love getting John Brown at 5,600, kind of flying under the radar. Stefan Diggs getting all the hype. Maybe he'll get some of the double teams. John Brown, a speedster, nice boom bust opportunity on some deep plays. Love a John Brown in this situation. Kramer, before we. Uh, close things out with our final four members of our daily fantasy football picks week one lineup. Want to give a shout out to ACE per head. Ever thought about starting your own sports book? Now is the time you can get started right now as you're listening to this podcast and be taking bets for opening night NFL. You're telling me you don't know someone who wants to bet on the NFL. I bet you do. And I bet you don't realize how easy it is to start your own sports book. All you got to do is go to sports gambling podcast or sorry, aceperhead.com oh, wow. slash S G P aceperhead.com slash S G P use that link and get up to six weeks free turnkey operation. Mm. Very easy to use. Again, they, they just uh, get you login a, a little uh, setup there. Log on in and you'll see all the bets that you could be taking action on. Very easy to use. They set all the lines, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Stop trying to beat the bookie and just become a bookie. Aspread.com slash S G P. Kramer, what are you doing? Final receiver. Well, I went with the trifecta of guys whose first name starts with D. And Love I'm it. gonna go with DJ Love Moore. Love the D. Love the D. Uh DJ Moore. Uh, you went the McCaffrey angle. I'm going the DJ Moore angle. This Raiders defense is going to be trash. Uh, and there's going to the be Coast? there's going to be opportunity here. I love the idea of the Butler just serving up DJ Moore with short screens and tons of targets. 6600. Sean, I, I almost found a way to get Adam Thielen in there because I think he's going to be an absolute target. Guy hog. I've, I've thrown a couple. He's a target hog this week, but DJ Moore for for my triple D. Wide receiver uh, set. I'm going with DJ Moore at home against this Raiders team. Again, another guy I, I project to have an insanely high floor. I don't see how he walks out of this opportunity with less than seven catches. So DJ Moore, 6600. Let's fucking go, Dick. Who is your uh, who is your last receiver? Go back to that bookie thing. I was just thinking. I mean, I'm, I'm in the financial services industry. I'm wondering if you, I wonder if you could get like an SBA loan or. Oh yeah, small business loans. Yeah, exactly. Imagine how that interview goes. (laughs) I want to be a bookie, right? Um, Wonder if they qualify for the PPP program during COVID. Who knows? Anyway, might be able to work something out there. Last receiver here, guys. AJ Green Mm. still is good at football, and he's fifty-seven hundred. And Burrow's (laughs) there, and everyone's like, "Yeah, but he's hurt." And he's no. 
he wasn't even really hurt last year. He just was being a bitch and like, fuck you, pay me. Now I'm in no rush to come back until you pay me. And you, and we're, we're trying to tank anyway for Burrow. So don't like think last year, he was just hurt the whole year. He could have played. If they was a contender, he, he would have been back by week five. Probably he just decided to sit out. Now he got paid. He was drafted in the same year. Julio came in, right? Yeah. Julio, the AJ Green guys is going to destroy it this year. Watch out, fifty seven hundred. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning more Tyler Boyd, but I I, I see the case for uh, AJ Green. Everyone has forgotten how good he was, and I that's think that's true. the biggest angle here. That being said, I don't know if this is the best matchup with Chris Harris and the boys coming to town. So, Kramer for my third receiver, I'm going to the Bears Detroit game. Oh, give me golly, say it. Say Kenny I, I did not do oh, Kenny you Galladay. You took a bear. I took Anthony Miller. <laughs> well, because Robinson's a little nicked up, dealing with an ankle thing again. Maybe that I, I like finding these second receivers at this five thousand range. Yeah. Coach Matt Nagy said Wednesday that Miller quote might have had the best training camp of any player. So I, I think he's coming in with a bit of a. I mean, again, coming off a straight, a strong training camp. Also heard he's in the best shape of his life, Sean coming (laughs) off those surge. Yeah. I, I, I worry because I've read a lot of positive things about Anthony Yes, and I I have him in some seasons. I think Dick, is he on Archie's wet dream? I believe he's on uh, Archie's wet dream. Uh, He he's a guy, uh, you know, someone's got to step up. Someone has to be the number two guy. Yep. Someone's got to be the number two guy. I think it's going to be Anthony Miller. Only $5,000. Love him. I like that angle. Kramer. What are you doing? Who's your tight end? Come on. So I told you I already have my quarterback wide receiver stack. I told you I have a double stack in here. So what's the second favorite stack, Sean? The running back tight end stack. Yeah. I went Eckler. I'm going Hunter Henry. I again since he called this out on the Sims last night, Sean, which by the way, Monday night Madden every week, 3 30 Pacific time. Doing a little sim. Uh, I called it out. Since he Although Arizona Kittle, that's the that's the chalk play here because Arizona just gives up touchdowns to tight ends and Kittle's the number one guy. It's too obvious this week. I don't want to lean into that week one. I'm going with my number one fantasy tight end for 2020, and that's Hunter Henry. Again, Tyrod conservative game plan, a lot of running the ball, a lot of passing to the tight end. Obviously, Keenan Allen is going to get the ball because, as Anthony Lynn points out, he blocks. But other than that. To me, it's a three-man race. I think Mike Williams still a little banged up. Will be interesting to see if he's on the field, but I think it's a very clear and obvious top three target getters in this offense, and that's Eckler, Henry, and Allen. I'm going to take Henry here. Only 5,300 from the tight end spot, Sean, which is 1,900 less than Kittle in the number one spot. Only 700 less than Andrews in the two spot. Kittle is just very expensive this week, so. Uh, I thought there was some good value there. He, he I think he was the uh, sixth or seventh priced tight end. So my number one tight end for the season, Hunter Henry against those Bengals, 5,300 Dick, what are you doing for your tight end? This guy's six, six and had 90 grabs last year. Darren Waller. I, I don't know what Kramer, you were down on him. What was your argument of rugs was going to take some of his catches? I think he had a great year. Yeah. Six, six. Fucking the guy. Wasn't he like a crackhead and then he found Jesus or something and now <laughs> yeah. he's just all motivated? The, the, the guy's a freak. I love him all year. Um, if I can get him under six every week, I'm taking him. I would say he's definitely a guy. If you believe he's going to keep the pace up from what he did last year, it's hard to not play him at 59. If anything, I think the second tier of tight ends, price points are depressed in week one. 
Uh, I think you're going to see some of them creep up more into the 6,000 range and Waller's got to be, I mean, he's walking into the season as the number one target on his team. There's reasons to think he might not get the volume he got last year because of who's come in. But you know, Gruden also likes things that work. And so I I think to Dick's point, uh, my issue with Waller is less about Waller having a good year more than it was when Waller is being drafted. So uh, I like the play. I, I don't know though. We'll see. We'll see what Matty Rule and that defense can do. I, I think they could be a dumpster fire as well. Yeah, uh, that my, could be that could be the the the, the, the like the down low high scoring game. No, I mean the two I've identified is that Raiders Carolina game and uh, the uh, Jags Colts game. I think both those could be could be sloppy games that see a decent amount of score, but it also could be like a nine, seven game. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sloppy games can go both ways. It could just High be ceiling, low floor. incomplete passes, a lot of punts. My uh, tight end, of course, I went with my mm. number one tight end at a Penn State, Mike Gasecki for the Miami Dolphins, forty five hundred dollars. Oh, interesting! And, and look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? He, he Devontae Parker, a little banged up. I still like Devontae Parker, but then the other uh, receivers, they they've been opting out, and Gasecki, they line him up in the slot a bunch. He's done a ton of damage in the slot. You look at the last two games with Gasecki and Ryan Fitzmagic. 10 catches between the two games and three touchdowns. This Chemistry, guy bro. is a red zone favorite of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, unfortunately, his mom passed away. Kind of a sad story, but you can tell this guy is just an ultimate, just don't give a shit, chip on his shoulder. I mean, those the the photos of him like rocking that gold chain. It, uh, Fitzmagic is a guy who's not afraid to throw it up, and Gasicki is not short on confidence either. They the last game they played, they went up to into New England and won. I think they're going to come back and Gasecki again, no down to high tower at linebacker position. The, the Patriots are dealing with a ton of opt outs, a ton of new guys. Yeah. I think they're going to be still figuring out their coverages a little bit. And that's great for a tight end. Who's over the middle. Who's going to be able to sit in those soft zones. And you know, for a very, very strong defense last year, one of the, one of the areas you could attack that defense was with the tight end. So exactly. Angle, Sean. Flex spot, Ryan, what are you doing? You already called him out, Chris Thompson. Triple stack, Minshew, Chark, Thompson. Again, I think the floor is so high for him to have five, six catches that at four thousand to to almost lock in a twelve point game from this guy. I think it's just you can't. You got to find one of these guys week one who is just egregiously undervalued because the situation has changed over the summer. Uh, whether that's a guy like Thompson, whether that's one of the other Jacksonville running backs, whether that's a, a guy like uh, Tariq Cohen, even you know, opportunity has changed, price is incorrect. So to get a high, a relatively high floor guy at four thousand in a situation, Sean, that I think we both really like, and we've seen what Gruden has done deploying Chris Thompson we in the past. Get our shit going mentally. The knock on that's Chris John. Thompson. What did I say? No, no, you said Gruden. I was just pointing oh, out John yes. Gruden. Jay Gruden has deployed him in the past. The area I would say, okay, fair argument. He's been hurt a lot, but in DFS it doesn't matter. In season long, sure, you're going to have to maybe drop him at some point or sit him on the bench because he's going to miss games. Interesting but, best ball guy. But week yeah. one, let's go, Chris Thompson, four thousand, three Jags on my team, Sean. Love it, Dick. What are you doing in your flex? I'm going to go Jamison Crowder. The guy, it, what did he have? Like 14 catches week one last year. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden Darnold goes down week two for like six, seven weeks. And then by the time he came back then Crowder was had to finish the year strong, but I think people are forgetting about that. They, who else are they throwing to Herndon? But it's, like, yeah, I don't then, know. Crowder's it, like, 
Yeah, <laughs> and, dude, right? And the, and the rookie uh, Denzel Mims, he's banged up. So yeah, I think Crowder could get a ton of looks. I he's even, dealing with the leg issue, so keep an eye on that. Little tightness. Um, but yeah, I mean, he certainly could get a ton of but, targets. But to Dick's point, seventeen targets week one, and then down the stretch, nine, seven, eleven, eight. Well, week 10. one, week one against the Bills, who they play yes. again week one. I'm just saying though, like you can see the rapport building towards as the season came to a close. Hard to imagine him not getting ten targets in the spot. Same argument for Herndon, really, because name the guy, name the other guy who's getting work in this offense that isn't a running back. I don't know where you find him, so. I, I guess we wait and see, but I, I also Perriman playing Perriman, you know, he's another guy that like people are high on Perriman as if Perriman's done a goddamn thing in the national football league. I get it. He's got some speed. I get it. He went to the U, but yeah, Crowder's a professional wide receiver. We saw what he could do at Duke. Well, and, and to their injury issues, Perriman, he's not back at practice yet. He's supposed to be returning soon. I, I was kind of high on Perriman. But again, him being banged up and going against that Bills defense, I don't want any part of him week one. But Crowder, I like that play from the uh, PPR angle. Okay. High floor, very high floor for Kramer, the 5,200. Drum roll, please. This is my Tariq Cohen man of the year deep play that no one will be no starting. One? No, I guarantee you, no one has this guy. Is, in it, their is line. he a Philadelphia Eagle? He is a Philadelphia Eagle. Of course. Can you guess who it is? It's, it's that fucking receiver you were trying to get me. John to Hightower. He's only yeah. three thousand dollars. He has four four speed. With Rager being out, all my sources say he will get some targets. Week one, <laughs> you saw in two thousand seventeen, yeah. Carson Wentz started the season off by hitting Nelson Aguilar, a guy who was probably at that three thousand dollar price point for a sixty yard bomb <laughs> against the Washington Redskins. Uh, you saw Deshaun Jackson torch them deep. Uh, for two two fifty yard plus touchdowns. Yeah, I, I like Deshaun, but I also like Hightower. And uh, again, there's plenty of reasons why you wouldn't start a guy uh, in his first game. But at three thousand dollars, this is a real boom bust. Roll the dice that could pay off huge. I thought you were gonna go Jackson. I thought Deshaun Jackson was coming into this lineup. You're so high on him week one. No, I I do have a I have a once Deshaun Jackson stack. Same, again, I have fucking nine million lineups. Right, <laughs> you Trust have every me. player. I I have plenty of Deshaun. This is for players that I haven't spent all summer talking about. Got Although it. I I did, I did repeat myself a number of times. Defense time. Defense. Let's do it. Uh, you know, normally I would just throw Washington in there because they're at home. They have a good defense. They probably should get some sacks on Carson Wentz. Who knows? Maybe they'll hurt him. But we get one opportunity to fade a rookie in his in the first mm. game this week, and that's with a team that you know I, I watch Hard Knocks. Uh, I, I I just. Bosa is an interesting guy. Like it seems like the older Bosa is a much more manageable guy to hang out with than the younger Bosa. And I don't know how this team isn't going to rack up sacks. When you're playing DFS defenses, sure you can try to guess who's going to score special teams or defensive touchdown, but really the only identifier I feel like is sacks and sack opportunities. You're looking at a shitty Cincinnati offensive line. You're looking at one of the best pass rushes in all of football. Sure, Derwin James not there. That doesn't impact uh, Melvin and and Joey and their ability to get after the ball and oh by the way Linval Joseph in the middle Dick will talk about him former Giant former Viking he's an absolute man Chargers defense is mispriced right right here and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, just pleading well, how are the Bengals defense cost more than the Chargers how do the Bengals defense cost more than the Chargers yeah that makes no sense uh, so twenty eight hundred Chargers is the play. Don't care that they're on the road. Well, and Melvin Ingram to that point, uh, I remember the one time worked on a show with Melvin Ingram (laughs) 
And in the script, they asked, what are your hobbies uh, to Melvin Ingram? And he just looked at the host and said, being Melvin, which is really a badass response. And I, I really like him for saying that a Dick, what do you uh, at, real quick to the defenses? I definitely have some shares of the chargers defense. Seattle's defense at 2,400 mm. is interesting. Even Miami's defense at $2,000. Uh, you could certainly talk me into that. I mean, the, the 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 lock for the low price is Washington. Your Philadelphia yeah. Eagles offensive line problems. They're rolling out at eighty year old at left tackle. None of these things are uh, good. No, no, and and certainly you want to just. Uh, I think you just kind of want to take a risk on a lower price defense. It's usually not worth paying up for defenses because there's so much uh, just variance on on what happens. It sacks. It sacks. Uh, Dick, what are you uh, doing for your defense? I'm going with those Miami Dolphins. Oh, I, I, yeah. I believe in it, but I also only had like two grand left because <laughs> the rest of my team's so fucking awesome. But Cam Newton is not. Belichick doesn't like dudes that are all about look at me, look look at my stupid fucking hat in the interview after every fucking game. Like <laughs> I'm Superman every time I score. Belichick's just going to be like, I fucking hate you. Half the team's out on COVID. The running backs are banged. Like what? I have Burkhead starting. Uh, Dolphins know how to play the Patriots. I, I think they might win the game and uh, dolphins for, for two, two, I guess, whatever, maybe they score. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, uh, I certainly, you're not going to have to sell Sean on the idea of sham Newton and the idea of Belichick not being into like the, the next level conspiracy theory thing here is this was just the pushing element to get Stidham, get a shit together. I don't know about that, but I definitely could see a world where cam and, and bill have some friction. And why not fade them week one? You don't know. All we're reading is that Bel- that Belichick has been happy with Cam's practice work ethic. Yeah, we I'm, haven't heard anything about him throwing the football. I'm just a little worried. How much? When have you ever heard Belichick talk up someone or uh, Cam being glowing? Like it's almost like uh, when someone has a horrible relationship and you go out to eat and they just talk about yeah. how great their partner is. It's like, all right, you know, you don't need to talk about it. We yeah. can see if you're in a good relationship. Yeah. My wife's amazing. My wife's amazing. Then those it, are the first guys that get divorced. Yeah. They say we a lot. Yeah. Uh, we are doing this like, like they're on a fucking team. I mean, at the end of the day, could this be that Belichick is just sending vibes down to Tampa letting Tommy know <laughs> things is, are getting it better. Is, it is a little like uh, He's yeah, smitten. Jilted, the jilted lover. He's like, God damn it. It's been a while since I've had some some strange pussy, and this strange pussy is good. My defense only twenty one hundred dollars, and mm, I'm okay. kind of talking myself into them. But the Arizona Cardinals, now hear me out. No, Chandler Jones <laughs> is a sack machine, and Andy Isabella yeah. four three speed in the return game could be getting a special uh, teams touchdown out of this Arizona team, who always plays the 49ers tough. And we've seen the 49 granted Kittle against the, uh, you know, the linebackers always, always a bit of a trouble, always a bit of a trouble, but they, you know, that's, that's why they drafted uh blanket. Who's the Arizona linebacker. They drafted the Arizona. Oh, uh, Simmons. Yeah. Simmons. I think he could have a big game and dude, the Cardinals always play them tough. And I, I like I like rolling the dice here at twenty one last year Arizona at San Cardinals. Francisco. They did give up thirty six points, but they scored five in yeah. fantasy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hear you again. Air, the San Francisco offense is completely different than it was last year. All the receivers are banged up, and you got Jimmy G, um, who I'm just not a believer in. So, I'm rolling the dice there with the Cardinals defense. Man, this was awesome. We got through it. 
so what? jacked up about football. I was just looking at the time. Look at this. We're back to football season. Another another hour and a half of solid football content. Can't wait to uh, break down the week one NFL lines. Of course, sign up for the free roll football contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. Again, trying to give away up to five thousand dollars. Depends on how many people we get signed up. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. You sign up, you guys spread the word about the contest. Yes, please. And uh, if you want to chat with Dick Olson on Slack, make sure you join our <laughs> Slack, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Slack. Dick is always uh, hanging out in there, lurking around. Yep. And again, go to mybookie.ag, promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus where you play, win, and get paid. Get paid for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second money green, and he is Ryan. Sign up for the goddamn free roll football contest if you if you if you're mad enough to take me and Sean on. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>